So let's you know, let's get started, guys. All right. Um, welcome back to the Southern Time Podcast. Uh, today we are going to be discussing, at least uh, this will be the first time we've really discussed the pandemic, epidemic, COVID-19. Um, it's a discussion that we may revisit again because it is an ongoing issue. Uh, but today we're going to start to do broad strokes. Um discussing possible conspiracy theories and, and other issues. Yes. Uh, so, Tim, would you like to start in with sort of where, you're, where you stand on the whole whole thing? Um, it just seems very suspicious to me, um, you know, more so than 9-11, I, I'd say. Interesting. Well, even though 9-11 was huge, it was like, big, like, this is a bad story. Like, it's, like, yeah, there's, there's so many unbelievable coincidences and you believe in happenstance and it's just like i i mm -hmm. i i don't see that in my life in my life experience if something goes like that it's planned there's a plan behind it see i think that's where we differ mm -hmm. because i recognize that we are all victims of systems right i don't believe like I, as, as deep an understanding as I have of how systems work and how um, people and human relations, I spent my whole life studying how people interact with each other, what motivates people to interact with each other, why do people choose the path and life that they have set before them. Right. Right? And there's a lot of tradition. We talk about traditions and we talk yeah. about culture. Yeah. And all of these things are just different systems that we respond to, mm -hmm. right? But don't you think those systems can be manipulated intentionally? I, I believe that they can be manipulated. I believe they are manipulated. I believe we manipulate the system constantly. Right, right. Right? I think, but I also recognize and there's a difference between manipulation and control. Oh, okay. okay. Right? I don't believe, I, I think the biggest Do you think, failing, mm -hmm. the biggest failing on both sides of the conversation when it comes to the the uh, COVID nineteen discussion, yeah, is is the fact is this idea of control, okay, right? I think that's the biggest misconception on both sides of the conversation, because right. the uh, on the extreme both extreme ends are looking for control, so the the pandemic conspiracy theorists, the, you're like yourself, and you know these ideas that it had to be planned. Your, your expectation is all systems are controlled by someone. Therefore, uh, I'm, I'm not, wait, wait a second. Let me amend okay, that. It's please. not so black and white. Like no, I, know, I, I, know. I agree with you. I'm, I'm just trying to boil yeah, it down. Yeah, your idea of opportunism. Yeah. And, and people make plans. People conspire all the time. Yeah. Especially people in power. They want more power. They get addicted to it. Yep. They want it for their legacy, for future generations. Mm -hmm. You know. And uh, and so they work. They work for something. Why do you think? And why then do you think this this all happened, culminated, and then it's like, oh, okay, now they're opportunistic. Well, how can we take advantage of this situation? Oh, well, why do you think? Why do you think they are that way? What drives them? Because you have to realize what I what I've realized is, all people are people. It doesn't matter how cruel, vindictive, and horrific. Yeah, yeah. And narcissistic well, and toxic they are. They're still people. Yeah. But they're still people, and they there's still something that motivates them that drives yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The question is, what is it that drives them? Why are they that way? 
I believe that there is tra- deep trauma yeah. in all of us right. that looks different for each individual. And my right. trauma is different from your trauma. Right. Your, some of your trauma is very obvious to the world. Some, right, of, right. some of it, not a lot of it is probably not so much. Right, There's a right. lot of things I'm sure in your history that you haven't ever told anyone or you've only told a few people. Right. But have has really shaped who you are. Right, right, right. right, right. I believe that that is true of every person on the face of the planet. Right, right. Uh, as to one degree or another. As a result, I still I, I still would argue that it is the system controlling those people, even even opportunistic. They're they're looking for self self satisfaction. Their their greed and self value is more than uh-huh. the value of others, mm-hmm. and so they 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 value what they want above everything else. Yeah. But we are also finite creatures. Right. Right. So you can. Uh, and. When a plan becomes as complex as something as nine eleven, right? As if as if, if it were planned, a plan that complex, it would be impossible to orchestrate something that massive, and have it come out exactly the way you want. And it didn't. There was a lot of holes in the story. Like and well, see the thing is the, the BBC whole... announcer announced Building Seven falling down like ten minutes before it actually did. <laughs> right. No, I know that. Yeah. I, that I thought was really interesting, but that also. People, there are news reports that report that people, someone has died before they die, mm. right? And sometimes they don't actually die. They just got reported no. that way. And it's it's a matter of, it, there's a, a TV show called The Newsroom. But there's so many quinces that day. Hold and on, do you, do you, The Newsroom, have you heard of that TV show? Sounds familiar, yeah. They, they did a really great job of, um, one of the things, they, it's, it's a really good show. Mm. Um, one of the things that they talk about how the news how a newsroom operates yeah. and how it's uh, it's evolved into a place where it's all about um, it's all about the advertising dollars yeah so the, the, in the newsroom it's all about get breaking the story first being the first one to to, to declare something because right. if if that's the case then okay that then um, it's like who got us this deal oh you get a cut <laughs> well no it's not it's not that it's um I. I need to be the most sensational. I need to be the first one to, to break the story. So right. people look to me. It's about ratings. That's the word I'm looking for. Right, ratings. Right. It's all about ratings. Yeah. It's not about being subject to some conspiracy. It's about ratings. It's all about right, ratings. Right. right? And so what I what I what I would mm-hmm. suggest with the building seven yeah. is they had they were there were fears that there were structural integrity problems happening. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name was and we're talking about nine eleven, even though we're supposed to be talking about COVID, <laughs> but I wanna I wanna get through this because I think this They're is important. related. <laughs> I disagree with you completely on that, uh, but I want to make a point here. Yeah. Because you, you brought up the new, the building something, and, and there is a a, a a line of reasoning that re, that doesn't require a conspiracy, mm. right? the the building the the building was uh, structural integrity was in question. The police had already cleared streets mm-hmm. and had cleared people out of the way in case the building fell. Oh, okay. Right. So there was there was action being taken, and at the same time, and I forget the guy's name, who got all the insurance claims, all the insurance. Silverstein. Claims. Silverstein, he's making phone calls about being able to demolish the building, because and, he, and he's caught on tape saying just pull it. <laughs> so what is that like that that there's without context that means nothing. No, there, it's in there. There's context in the conversation. It's like it's, like, it's okay. a phone call. I, again, it's a phone call. again, do you hear both sides of the conversation? Um. If you don't hear both sides of the conversation, right. then you don't have context. Don't right. pretend you have context when you only hear half of the story. Right. I heard half the story. I know exactly what's going on. You are operating 
with false knowledge. Mm. Incomplete. If you believe that what you know is, is, is factual. Oh, I see. You are actually, you're acting on false knowledge on assumed knowledge, not on true knowledge. But we all do. We well, all I'm don't not, know not, everything. I, and that's, but that's exactly my point. Yeah. And that's my point. Getting back to the COVID thing. Uh-huh. It's like, I think it's really possible that people were t- talking about this building might collapse. Right. And that, that with the rumor mill right. got to the newsroom and the newsroom, like the building, wait, the building's about to collapse or it collapsed. Did the building right. collapse? The building collapsed. We have to be the first to report it quick on air. Tell them that the building right, collapsed. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is just as likely as any other conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's, it, it, because it takes into account the, uh, human nature yeah and our our need to respond and our irrationality at times mm. and so i am not surprised that, that that someone would be reporting on something before it happened because right. it was expected to happen so they're reporting it as if it did happen because they don't actually know if it did or didn't happen right so they're making the choice to be the first ones to report their true news mm. because they need to be sensational because they need ratings right and then so, so it's possible it's still it's still Logically, you yeah. and I think differently. You're a very logical, structured mind, and you say if things don't fit here, then how can it? This is very logical. Yeah. And my main, I'm more a sensate. I'm an empath. Yeah. And yeah. so the, the, I, I, I sense the world, and I get my intuition tells me. Yeah. So, going. but my the danger I find there because you're not wrong in recognizing like that report was there was something wrong that happened with that report. Mm-hmm. The the fact that that report occurred. I, with the with, with image of the building in the background still there. Yeah. Well, that's just human ignorance and, yeah. and stuff. And that's my, my point is oh, okay. that my point is that, um, or another possibility. It was just the, the elite, whoever they are, were just making fun of us. It's like, how much will they be able to? So, okay. So explain up? to me how, how someone would have orchestrated that and within human understanding, human relationships, how would that have been orchestrated? How would you have Because they control the media, but how do they control How do you control the media? I've worked for the media. I've never had any agendas passed down to me. So how do did, they, did how you, do those agendas? Did you speak on air? I was a videographer working directly with reporters. I would sit and work on the stories with reporters. I, I they, gathered, the reporters didn't get direction was, from above? No, I was responsible for, I would go out and do interviews and if the reporter wasn't with me, I was responsible for getting the information to relay back to the reporter. So that I was the one actually mm-hmm. giving information that was reported on air. In fact, there was a, a live story that was reported where we talked about chemical burning, chemical yeah. fumes. That was me postulating a theory. Yeah. That was then reported on air live as if it was fact. It was reported. Yeah. So. And that was just me hypothesizing right, something right. on the spot right. and on the fly, speaking with the news reporter. Yeah. He and I are sitting having a conversation about, right. hey, this look at what's going on. This is insane. Mm-hmm. Our house is burning down around us. Look at those those flames are blue for, and green. For, must be chemicals. Which city was that for? This is, and it was in Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. Okay. Wealthy, insanely wealthy neighborhoods, and right. Opal Winfrey owns a home there. Right, right, right. Right, like if anybody is going to be, you know, trying to control like the narration there, like I don't know because you you see on the all the newscasts, major like CP twenty four or Global News. They or CNN, they, they all repeat the same line when they. Uh, well, of uh, course, they, because it's almost the same wordage sometimes. Exactly. Well, of course, but do you understand how, how news stories are created and where they come from? Because they're owned by five or six. No, that, it's not about. It's not the you, the CEOs of companies don't have time to yeah, write news stories. They don't right. care. They're written by reporters. Mm-hmm. Reporters are hired people just like you and me. Yeah. Who are hired to to. So they, they find, oh, that line sounds cool. We better use the same line. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. 
you got it's like that's that that's that that that's a um that cliche and or whatever it, is catchy people yeah. like that people that and, resonates and with repetition people. people hear the same thing again and again and again from different news all sources the, all the news sources are fighting for the same audience right 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 you've only you've got one fox news source because their news they they have a monopoly on their their base mm-hmm. right and then you've got a lot of other news sources they're all competing for the rest of the population. Right, right. Right? They're all competing for the ratings. Left, the scraps. It's yeah. all about ratings. It's right. about me first. It's still, it's still, the mentality is still incorrect. It's still a mm-hmm. me first mentality. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where you get, you get the sense of that me first mentality. But what you have to realize is it's, there isn't a malicious person right. controlling or pulling the strings. Oh, okay. It's, it's a system. That is created that we are all responsible for. Right, 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 right. We are right. all responsible for this, yes. and I think, and it's so the big issue with like with COVID, mm-hmm. uh, and and why I say the biggest issue is is control, is because on one side you've got people who are who believe because 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 control is necessary, these the, these systems are in place. Someone must be in control of them, mm-hmm. because no one wants to believe they are being controlled by a system. Right, right. And they want to believe that someone is trying to manipulate them personally. Right, right. Someone's right. trying to manipulate me. Therefore, the system that is controlling me must be con- being controlled by someone else. Right, right. It's a system of believing that the, this idea that anyone can control a system or should control a system. Right. The, the sheep police the, themselves. The other side, yeah, the other side of this of the spectrum mm-hmm. um, of people, the, the 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 those that are for mandatory vaccines, mm-hmm. which I'm also against. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not anti-vax. Mm-hmm. I I will end up. My kids will get some vaccines. Um, I I when I get Did when you I have kids. Up? When I was vaccinated for sure. Oh. My mom was a nurse. Oh, okay. So I have, um, Mine too. I have some some uh, connection with medical got industry like and stuff. Maybe ten vaccines in my childhood. Yeah, I got I got all the big important like the polio right, vaccine yeah. and stuff. Like my kids, I'm gonna, my kids will get the polio vaccine. Right. Because my nanny, my, my grandmother, my she was yeah. my grandmother. She wasn't actually related to me, but she was she was a surrogate grandmother. She lived with us since I was five. Yeah. Um, and I was with her till the last day uh, that she was on this earth. Um, and she, she was an amazing woman, but she was a polio victim as a mm. small child. Yeah, I've seen what that does to people, mm. and I would rather my child be vaccinated for polio than to contract polio. Right, right. Because I know what polio does. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about vaccinating my kids for chickenpox. I believe there is now a chickenpox vaccine. I don't know if there is. I've heard that there was. I was I wasn't vaccinated for for chickenpox because it wasn't available when I was young, and mm. I ended up getting the chickenpox. Me too. Um, and if you catch your body, you're fine. It's like, yeah, I got measles too, and I was better. Right. So like, I don't like, I think there are some diseases that are, are more severe and, yeah, yeah. and, and we should be, be more willing to vaccinate in those scenarios. Right. It's a risk assessment that needs to take yes. place, but that's not and freedom that, of choice. Exactly. Freedom yeah. of choice. And that's why I'm against mandatory vaccines right, right. because it needs to, people need to be well informed. It's our, our job to make sure mm. that everyone's educated. It's our job to educate the people in our communities. What about us. course vaccinations? Like you can't enter this grocery store unless you have your uh, digital ID on your. Well, that's that says that you you if, recently got vaccinated. That 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 becomes uh, a matter of if it's what happens in that situation. I, I well for me that if that situation happens, there's a couple different things you have to consider. First would be if that is a mandate from the government, yeah. or if it's a mandate from the store. If it's a recommendation from the government, not legislation, right. I would be okay with that because if it's not legislated, it's right. not mandatory right. by the government, like I can't get arrested for going they into- They did that in Denmark. They, okay, they, oh, hold on. The beginning I, of COVID. You, I'm, not, I'm not trying to have, have those yeah, arguments. Yeah. I'm having I'm like- I mean, I mean, it is possible. 
I'm not saying it is impossible. Okay. You're, you're not listening. Oh, to okay, him. sorry, sorry. I'm not. I'm not making an assumption that okay. this stuff could or couldn't happen. I'm, mm-hmm. You asked me what would happen if it did, or what would oh, be my what would be my response. Right. I have to lay out right. how I understand my response in order to explain it. So right. follow, you gotta follow my. Try to follow my reasoning here. Yeah. Right. If if it's man if it's not mandated by the government, that means it's business owners' choice mm-hmm. whether or not they want to enforce that. Right. Right. At which point I go back to free free will. It, it's if someone is owning owns and operates a business mm-hmm. and they decide they don't want you in their store if you haven't been vaccinated yeah then you choose to go to a different store right right now if it's if it's government mandated that's something i stand against because if it's government mandated and you can't go to any store and you mm-hmm. can't choose to operate a business and allow non-vaccinated people in your store right that that's where freedom of choice goes away but if it's if it's business owners saying please wear a mask please do this please like and yeah, you yeah. don't want to you are free not to do that, but don't enforce yourself on them any more right, than you right. want them to enforce on you. Right, right, right. It, 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 that, that, that free will choice has to go both ways. Of course. And it, the problem is a lot. there's a lot of uh, mentality with the anti-mask movement mm-hmm. and the anti-vax movement mm-hmm. where it's a matter of, it isn't just a matter of I need to have my free will choice, right. but, you, but like my free will choice needs to still give me the freedom to do everything I did before. And it's like, well, no. If, uh, if somebody doesn't want you in their vicinity because mm-hmm. of the choices that you're making, you should be willing and able to respect that mm-hmm. just as you would expect them to be willing and able to respect your, your boundaries. Right. Right. Live in that. Live. I'm, I'm willing to wear a mask to go into stores. I don't care. Yeah. That's a piece of fabric. It helps people feel comfortable. Fine. I'm not worried about getting COVID, but I will wear a mask because I understand um, the logic behind the science as it's explained in terms of um, transmission through uh, droplets, water right. droplets. It's it's oral and um, fecal. aerosols. Yeah. It's not aerosol, actually. From my understanding, it's not an aerosol. Aerosols are really tiny droplets. Oh yeah, yeah. aerosols. Aerosol, sorry, it's not airborne, yeah, but yeah. through aerosol. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and so like I, I recognize and I can respect that that um, that practice. That's fine. But vaccine again, personal choice. I'm going to choose not to get vaccinated. Uh, necessary. Like if the vaccine's untested and we don't know. Like I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'm not. I'm not somebody who is so altruistic that I'm willing to sacrifice. Um, because I, I believe in self care as well. I believe that we self sacrifice is important. But I believe self care is equally important. Yeah. And for me, self care means um, being able to evaluate risk. And if we don't know the risks, mm-hmm. then it's impossible to evaluate. Right. Right. Whereas with something like the the polio vaccine, these other vaccines that have been around for a long time, we know the risks. Right. 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 We know. And so the, don't the, take the oral uh, polio vaccine. I. That's a whole other, again, yeah. there, there are always risks that you have yeah, to yeah. consider, right? And so with, with, that, with that in mind and the risks that, are, that are, can be associated with these different things, mm-hmm. um, you need to be able to assess, assess, assess them. Now, if you make it mandatory, because there are risks, yeah. and that, that's where it is, I, I differentiate masks from vaccines. Masks don't pose any substantial risks, with very few exceptions, and I don't think anybody has an issue if somebody has... A condition and can't wear a mask right 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 that's um anybody that does i like i would have words with if somebody can't physically can't wear a mask that's one thing mm-hmm. most people just don't want to because it's uncomfortable right right that's that there's no harm to your body for being uncomfortable being uncomfortable doesn't hurt you doesn't take away your life doesn't doesn't cause no, but it's doesn't cause well, it's, it, it's, it's temporary inconvenience. Yes, temporary inconvenience yeah. that doesn't that is has no long term consequences for you. Mm. 
Whereas a vaccine is could a, have, long-term have long-term yeah. it's, it's There's a risk analysis. Yeah. Now, if you, if you mandatory, so making masks mandatory, mm-hmm. no one is going to come out of this with long-term effects. Right. Right? They, they won't. Masks, a uh, doctor, like I just saw a thing, a doctor performed 32, uh, uh, removed brain tumors after a 32-hour surgery. They right, were right. exhausted. They were operating for 32 hours straight. Right, right. Do you think they took their masks off during that time because they were uncomfortable? Maybe while on, they had on a person break, skull? They did. They threw it out and exchanged it. They, yeah, they they'll exchange change. If yeah. they leave, they have to rescrub. They have right, to right. re-sterilize yeah, the yeah. new mask. You can't you can't take it off and put it back on. Yeah. You always have to put on a new one. There, but my point is, for thirty-two hours versus ten minutes. Like people right. complain about wearing a mask for ten minutes and say I don't have enough oxygen because of, of ten minutes. It's like doctors and nurses wear masks for. Hours upon hours upon hours, and right. they've done so for generations, and so we have data to prove that there is no long-term effects that cause issues with our masks because we have a beautiful sample size in all of the hospitals across the world over the at least several generations, yeah. at least two generations, because my, my mother was a nurse and wore masks, and you know, and there's my current generation mm-hmm. that, that are currently doctors and nurses. Yeah. So there are multiple generations where we have plenty of evidence that shows there is no long-term effects to, for wearing masks. Right. Vaccines, we also have evidence that there are potential long-term effects. Mm. So if you make it mandatory, what you are saying is we are willing to sacrifice the few for the greater good. Mm. If you say there are one in 3,000 chance that you are, will have this adverse side effect and you make it mandatory, then that means you are condemning one, in three, one of every right. 3,000 right. people. That's why it has to be a free will choice because yes. you can't... You can't decide that sacrificing someone else's right. well-being for for the greater good is okay. Right, right. You can only and choose a lot of pharmaceutical profits. You can uh, see and there's that no liability. The, the profit, <laughs> the profits, uh, I think are it's about understanding understanding under how businesses operate. They're well, the most profitable companies in the world and in industries, pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, they're, they're, they're some of the the best funded. Yeah, they, some, they, they're some of the best funded companies in no, the world. No, profitable on the stock exchange. They they get like fifteen percent returns on average, mm-hmm. whereas most businesses get three point five. Okay, and that's something that and that's an issue that needs to be resolved. Mm-hmm. I believe that's why I believe that we need to privatize. We we need to get rid of privatized healthcare. Yeah, I believe that uh, what we ha- in the U.S. and Canada that there's you don't really have privatized healthcare. I think. Now, but I, we can do better. Like some countries in Europe have like totally reduced the cost of medications. It's just what the country says. No, we're going to pay you this if you want to do business. You got to accept this rate. Right. Yeah. Oh, and see, and they go. If you want to do business, you have to do it this way. Right. So you're now mandating, and that's well, that's, that's companies. The, that's, the that's companies are not people. Corporations call them and call them and legally that, people all you want. They're not people. I agree, and I think that is. I think that is a huge thing that we need. People need to understand. Mm. Right, they need to recognize the difference between corporations, companies, and yeah. individuals. Yeah. The problem that I find with, um, the the problem that I find with all of these like these greatest conspiracy theories is that they try to identify a person. Oh, okay. As the villain, mm-hmm. Bill Gates is trying to vaccinate the world. Therefore, he is the villain in this anti-vax story. Well, I think he's a puppet, just like puppet maybe of the system. And that's exactly my point. Right. It's the system. We always talk about puppets, 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 mm-hmm. and and we assume that there's a puppet master. Right, right. So no, we are all puppets of the system. Yeah. And we are all trying. We we're all just trying to manipulate. Getting back the to mind creates reality. Maybe it's all of us because we believe there's this overlord. It's it's really just all that human energy from the collective consciousness that's creating this. So it seems like this octopus, but really it's just this energy. 
Yeah, it's well, and it, it's also distractions Spirits. by talking by talking about how there is a puppet master and well, yeah, that's right. powers. Yeah. But but by talking about a puppet master, yeah, saying there's somebody pulling everybody's strings, whether that puppet master be Bill Gates or anybody else, right, right. Then the the focus becomes identifying who the puppet master is so we can take them down. Mm. It doesn't become recognize the system is broken. Let's fix the system. Right, looking inward in itself, in ourselves, looking at each of us. How are we contributing to this? Yeah, it's how, how mess what, that our world is. What in. am I doing? Yeah. How am I? How am I reacting to the system? Yes. Right, and what, I don't think that all systems are bad. No, at all. But but we have to recognize that. that so there are there are bad people that will also that will initiate an idea or a, or a concept or a system yes. that will catch fire right, and right. grow and it will. But somebody's feeding it. Yeah. Well, somebody or people. It's people. Yeah, I don't that's think what I, I don't that's think, what I meant. My my thing like think about um when you each think about, one of us think about some complex structures. I'm, I I are you familiar with the idea of connects? No. The the like Legos or yeah 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 yeah. So if you think about these connects and you build right, this right. like crazy large structure, yeah, you pull out some pieces in the middle. Mm-hmm doesn't make the whole thing collapse. Right, right, right. right. Uh, so we, what we want is... It we want becomes to take, more than the sum of its parts. Yeah, exactly. It is more than the sum of its parts. Mm. But it is still a complex system. And what we mm. want is we want to take out this entire system. Right, right. So we go, well, what, who is controlling it? Because if we take care yeah, of them... Behead like, Bill Gates. And if we get, like, then, then, oh, then the system will, the system still... will collapse, right? Right. Wrong. No. It's just another Somebody cog in the system. Somebody takes this place. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just another cog in the system. It's yeah. not... It isn't the people that are... The people yeah. People aren't the problem. Right. The problem is the system. And the system is something that we manufacture... Yes. ...in each our relationships with each other. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so my issue with the COVID conspiracy is mm. not that... Is not saying that we are worried about or have issues with um big pharma or these things because there are there is corruption in those systems but there's also good very there are also altruistic people in those systems too yeah right there most people like there are yes there are a number of doctors who go into the medical profession because they see it as a lucrative job in the in in the u.s uh that that is i've met in my hiv life i've met many doctors who is like or not even HIV, just even family doctors is like, you know, they're very low people skills. They're mm-hmm. like machines and they like, you know, that, that, here's a diagnosis out. It's like, well, why, why are you doing this? You know, well, that, well that, that's different than, yeah. than what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Not being a people person, like doctors. No, I see that as similar. Because, I disagree. No? I disagree. I think there are, you can be very logical and antisocial while still being altruistic. My mother mm. was a very antisocial person, mm. but she was also one of the most loving people I've ever known. Mm. She would come to, to home at home every day yeah. and talk about how the world was out to get her. Oh yeah. The world was against her. She had this very negative view of humanity. Yeah. But at the same time was very altruistic and wanted to help people. Oh, okay. She loved people so like that's why she became a nurse. She became right. a nurse because she loved people. She tells a story too of um when she was uh she has she has a cure for hiccups. Yeah, I'll share it with everybody. Uh, people obviously uh, often don't believe me when I share this, but it, it works one hundred percent of the time. Okay, hundred percent of the time. Yeah, if you do it correctly, it's both arms. Now you can't do this because you see, like, if my ar- elbow is bent, if my yeah, it, you, your elbow, your elbow is above your head. Yeah, on both sides, both arms straight above your head. Yeah, and you drink a glass of water or drink liquid. 
Like with a bring up. Like with a straw oh. or have somebody do it for you. Oh, okay. So either a straw or like I'll just like do a big swig and hold a mouthful of water. Yeah. And then swallow. Okay. Right? What that does, the way that that works the muscles, it relaxes whatever is triggering the hiccups. Oh, okay. And your hiccups. She figured that out herself? Or? Uh, yeah, I don't know where she found, where right, she discovered right. this. But um, she had, she had, she worked to, when she was working in the ER. No, it wasn't nursing oh, okay. training. It was, um, it was, it's, it's like a home remedy kind of thing. That mm. She, anyway, um, she had a, a patient come into the ER who had been had the hiccups for a week. Oh wow! And she used to ask him, "Well, try this. Have you tried this?" He's, yeah. he's like, "Hiccups went away like that." Wow! He got up and left. <laughs> the doctor got pissed at her because he didn't. Since he never actually saw the patient, he right, couldn't right. charge the patient. Right, right, right. Because yeah. like, didn't see the patient, I can't charge the patient. So yeah, he's yeah. mad at the nurse yeah, yeah. for curing the disease. Right, right, right. Because he can't pay. He, he doesn't get to make money on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there are people like that, but there are also people like my mother in the medical industry as right, well. Right, right. Right. So the medical industry is and my filled. mother. Yeah, and you. I, I don't know your mother, so I, I couldn't say that. Oh, uh, you can say that because you. Well, know you her. met her. The other well, night. I, uh, I. I got married. I, everyone. Um, you didn't introduce me to your fan, your mom or dad. Oh, I did. No. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not offended. It's okay. Um, but that being said, like. Well, they're still here. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll we'll have to follow up. We'll just finish this conversation. Mm. Um. But that being said, like, there are altruistic people in medicine. So then you have to recognize it's not about the si- the system itself is not entire necessarily entirely evil either. Right. Because there are good people propping up the system for altruistic purposes. Yeah, yeah. Right. So then it's a matter of we have to do what what we're afraid of doing. I feel like what, what what's me is, is there's a fear of taking on the system. Right, right. And understanding and working and realizing that there are elements in the system that are broken that need to be fixed. Right. And instead of instead of trying to do that, what the the what this conspiracy theory is successful in doing is saying, "Hey, let's just let's let's keep looking till we find the villain." Right, right, right. Instead of let's keep let's look at how to solve the problem by fixing the system. Just get, getting there's, everybody there's up in if, arms. If, as long as you believe that there is somebody pulling the strings, mm-hmm. you will never be motivated enough to take the action to fix the system because the, the the recognition then becomes as long as there's somebody pulling the strings no matter what I do that person's more powerful than me so they're what they want is, is what's going to happen so it doesn't matter how hard I try to fix the system right. the system I, is 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 a lost cause it's like no so I better just tell other people maybe they'll do something something about it <laughs> yeah well just just keep sharing yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. and it's like no you gotta you have to be able to have the difficult conversations you've got to realize right. There are, like, we are all cogs in a system. Yeah, yeah. And we need to, like, one of the, the craziest things, uh, like, a lot of this, like, I learned f- through years of studying human relationships, mm-hmm. working in large organizations, and being somebody who I always find myself in the middle of a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, it started with the way I, way I grew up as in, as a, in my family. Yeah. My, my family meetings. Or never family meetings or the family arguments that happened uh, monthly. No way. <laughs> it was uh, it was never scheduled. It was always just spontaneously an argument would escalate to the point where the entire family was in a room yelling and screaming at each other. No way. <laughs> and I would always end up and I and I by the time I got to high school I be, I had positioned myself in such a way within my family dynamic that when my mother and sister were screaming at each other. I would step in and try to be the interpreter for each one because I recognized <laughs> that neither one of them was listening to the other one. Right, right. They were both hurt, and they were both right, and they were both wrong. Right, right. Uh, and but neither they weren't willing to in in those, especially in those emotional moments, never willing 
to stop and listen to yeah. what the other one was trying to say. They only heard what they what they said. And the problem is when you're emotional, especially, you say things you don't mean. Right, right, you in, right. You you in, you intend to say something, and this is this is another issue. As I realize that's the, the human nature of things, right? Mm -hmm. You say things that you don't mean, mm -hmm. but you so intent the intent behind the words is far more important than the words themselves. Right, right. Okay, so if the intent behind the words is more important, how do we find that? How do we discover that? So I've spent my life looking for that. Oh, okay. And trying to understand what what it is that people that 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 drives people. What is it that what, motivates What's their real intent? Right. What is it? And 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 I've come to see recognize, especially going through all these these studies, the the systems that keep us bound and how we are always looking for a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. Because we don't like, we're we're fighting on in, in to, to fighting for truth. Yeah, right. Yeah. Everybody's fighting to understand truth, um, but ultimate truth requires some some sort of sacrifice. Mm. Like that's 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 the gospel message of Christ is 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 to show that that uh, true compassion requires sacrifice. Mm. And if we're not when we when we are pointing fingers and saying all the evil in the world are because of those guys. Because of those guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's on both sides. Right? right, right. It's not just, I'm not just speaking people saying the pandemic blaming Bill Gates. I'm talking about people, the, the, the no, people Mr. Are, Normie who says, oh, those people, our world's falling to crap because people aren't wearing masks. Mr. Normie. <laughs> uh, see, that kind of language, I, you have to be careful with because that can be construed as offensive. I know. But yeah. conspiracy but theories are offensive too. Uh, conspiracy theorists are offended because people... Because it's, it's yes, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's. I, I think both. And, but that's yeah, my point. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. my point. Yeah. You are doing exactly what, what I am saying. They're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you're, yeah. you think you're justified, and they're not. It's like no, right. neither one of you are justified. <laughs> they're they're two. It's that that idea. Two wrongs don't make a right. right Just right, because right. you don't agree with their point of view doesn't mean that you get to mock and condemn them. And mm -hmm. that goes true for conspiracy theorists. You don't get to mock and condemn a conspiracy theorist. Right. Because you don't agree with their beliefs. Because you don't want to take time to understand why they believe those things, right, right. but you also have to realize is, and I, people will profess all kinds of beliefs mm -hmm. for all kinds of different reasons, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. People will claim to be Christian for a lot of different reasons. People will claim to be Muslim or like yeah, you, the Muslim the people that claim to be Muslim were the ones that that flew, uh, world flew, planes into the World Trade Center, right? Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> Uh, according to the, according to the evidence that the, the that, that much happened as far no it's the, there you like there's video evidence of a plane crashing into a building yeah and uh, the evidence indicates that these people that these were these men who pursued no that's what we're told by the governments but you know like okay anyway but my point is because uh, I don't want to get construed down mm -hmm. another rabbit hole mm -hmm. of of that conversation because we can revisit that another time but. My, my point is that immediately there were people, other people claiming to be Muslims that stepped out immediately after condemning that behavior, right? Okay. So you've got these two different extremes of people claiming to be Muslim. I, I can use the same th same thing for Christianity. There right. are people in the KKK that claim to be Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there there's people like myself that claim to be Christian. Right, right. Right? Yeah. And I am the furthest thing from someone who would be in the KKK. Right, right. I, I, it, I, I, that, that mindset is abhorrent to right, me. Right, right, right. It is abhorrent to me. Yeah. Yeah. Because the reason I choose to believe is different than the reason they choose to believe. Their motivation is different than my motivation. Right, right. 
The motivation behind the belief is far more important than the belief itself. You cannot identify someone or mock someone or chastise someone for the beliefs that they declare to have right. without knowing who they are right. and why they believe those things. Right, right, right. And I would, I would attest that that goes as far as someone um, that you disapprove of or disagree with or hate oh. or whose actions are, are abhorrent. Whether it, like, ah, I hesitate to say this when I think about how to, um, well, let's go with something that a lot of people, a lot of people like to condemn Fidel Castro. Oh, okay. Right? I feel like that's a, a safe As one. an American, yeah. And Canadians tend to think he was somewhat of a hero. He might be the father of Justin Trudeau. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole, uh, that's another can of worms. It's interesting. Uh, but the point being, um, you can you can demonize him for what he did to Cuba. Yeah. And people starving in Cuba. Right. But unless you actually, but you have to recognize he's human and he's doing the best he can with what he knows. Right. Of the system he understands. Mm-hmm. And there is a danger with power. Mm-hmm. Power um, and corrupts. Wealth. Yeah, power corrupts, and the reason for that, and it doesn't power. I, I would say power corrupts. And I, I believe we, we, we make that as a blanket statement, but I don't believe that that is entirely true. Mm-hmm. I believe power can corrupt, and, can it's likely, corrupt. and I believe it is likely to corrupt. That's why What about absolute power corrupts? Absolutely. Maybe not so absolutely. I, I, don't, I don't believe that that is entirely true. No, no, nobody has absolute power except for God. Right. right. And if absolute power corrupts absolutely, then God is absolutely corrupt, and what's the point? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, my point is that's why the Christ said it's easier to get an eye through the, a camel through the eye of a needle yeah. than for a rich man to get in heaven. Right. Um, do you know what the eye of a needle is in, in the biblical reference? No. It's not a needle in an no. eye of oh, a needle. Okay. That's not what they're talking about. Oh, okay. The eye of the needle was a very narrow, like in the way that they would build uh, like commu- safe communities where they build walls and stuff. Yeah. With drawbridges and everything, to yeah. when when raiders came, they would be able to lock the gates. Yeah. Right. When they locked the gates, people would still be left outside and right. get in. Right. And so there would be what they refer to as the eye of the needle, which is a very narrow path that you can only go single file. Up. Oh. So you can't be so you can't be raided. Yeah. By an army through the through the eye of a needle because right, they right. would have to come. The, the army would come one, and you would just kill them one by one. I right? had no idea. I was so, like reading as a kid, it's like. Really? They had metal needles back in those days? <laughs> no, it's, uh, it, that was referred to as the eye of the needle. No. Um, and it would, you would come up... But that makes me wonder, how did they sew? Did they actually have needles? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't, I don't under- know exactly why that became called... Why that... Right, like, right, the, right. The linguistic history behind it. Yeah, I that's the know. first time I heard of that. Yeah, I, you, have to, I, you have to look into the linguistic history if you mm-hmm. want to be, go dive really into it. Mm-hmm. But it's more to the point that the, 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 fact, the, the, the point is that a camel yeah. can be led through the eye of a needle, but it is very dangerous often if you're up on like the edge of a cliff, very narrow path, and it's, the, the likelihood of the camel misstepping and falling off is high. Right. It's very difficult to get a camel through the eye of a needle. Not impossible. Oh, is, that, it, is that camel or rich man? Well, the, 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 the parable says it is easier for a camel to pass through oh, the than, than, than for a rich man to get into heaven. And why? Oh, I see. So the point is not, not that it is impossible. Right, right. But that it is very, it is very challenging. Right, right. For someone with all wealth. All temptation. Yeah. It is very challenging for someone with wealth. Right. To remain altruistic. Right, right. Right? It is not impossible. But it is right. very difficult to remain altruistic when right. you have all of these resources, 
how how do you how do you best use them mm. to care for other individuals yes. as much as possible? The right. more resources you have, the more people you have to try and help. Right. The dan- the real danger is this idea of sacrificing the needs of the many for the for the for the with the few. Right. If you sacrifice the few for the sake of the many, uh, you you lose track of compassion, and then you start justifying your actions, and that's where corruption. And I, I wrote about this recently in a blog. The actual this, not the one that I have published, but the one I'm about to publish. Mm-hmm. Um, where we talk about this idea that um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> so I like writing things down. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, after I have the kettle, I have the needle. Then there is what was I saying? Help me out here. I lost my train <laughs> of thought because I, I got distracted by talking about the blog and I lost the direction I was going. I don't know, man. <laughs> Let's see. It's okay. You think Give me a second. quite fast. Yeah, I do. And that's uh, that's where I get tripped up with stuff like this. And that's why I like, like, I started writing blogs to try to organize all of these ideas into, right. into a more coherent... What's the name of your blog? Um, it, the series is going to be called... It's called um, The Art of Compassion. The Art of Compassion. So right and now... What's the, the first website? one is The first one is The Art of Compassion and Introduction. Uh, right now, I'm just publishing on LinkedIn. I'm gonna, I, have to, oh. I have to build a website. Uh, where I'll start posting the, my all my blogs as well as my photography. Um, and Look out for work. Ken Nelson, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so is the idea is the the more you have, the more you okay. It's just where I was going. The more you have, the more responsible you have to help more people. Mm. But you you risk this mentality that we have accepted in, and I talk about systems, right? Yeah. The, this mentality we have of sacrificing the few for the needs right. of the many. Sacrifice sacrifice for the greater good. Okay. Right? Sacrifice for the greater good very quickly yeah. becomes justification for corruption in right. government and power. In right. Eliminate your enemies. Say exactly. Because I represent the greater good. Mm. So they're, they're, they're still victims of the system, right? Mm-hmm. Because they are in, in put into this position of power and authority where they believe they must sacrifice for the greater good. I am representative of the greater good. Therefore, what I believe is the greater good. Therefore, right. I know what's right. Therefore, I'm going to do exactly what I need to do to make sure that what I believe is right is right because I am representing the greater good. Right. Therefore, taking out my enemies... If you disagree with me, you're a deplorable. Yeah, if, if, you, if you disagree with me, then you're part of the minority. Right, right. Therefore, you are expendable. Right, right. Because I, I am willing to sacrifice for the greater good. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to sacrifice you for the greater good. Right, right. And I argue that compassion only seeks to sacrifice the self for the other. Right, right, right. If everyone did that that a little, there'd be more than enough yeah, for everyone. I, it, I, I've, I've come to, to understand that it is impossible for humanity to be governed by compassion. Oh, really? Of our own free will. Oh, I see. We need assistance. We need we need somebody we need something and this is why I, my hope bigger than us my hope my hope in heaven my hope yeah. for God is is this the, the idea of the second coming of Christ right is this is this ruler that would come that would be true a truly altruistic leader right right and he demonstrated as he was the, as he washed the disciples' feet right right the leader must serve uh, serve everyone right 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 yeah and if true compassion sacrifices the self for the other right only a truly altruistic leader who's willing to sacrifice himself for everyone right right as Christ did mm-hmm. is worthy of leading and, and, and ruling right 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 well, that is the only person I, that I could see 
tr- truly trusting yeah. in leadership. Outside of that, all we are capable of in compassion is to care for the individual next to us. Yeah. Because it is impossible for us to know exactly what would love someone that we've never met. Right, right. We assume we want to we want to create the best possibility for all people, right? Right, right. It, that's the colonizer mindset. The colonizer mindset says what I believe about life, everyone needs to believe this. Well, I don't think so. Well, but it is. Why? What do, what do the colonizers do? They thought their civilization was superior. Exactly. Yeah. So what did they do with that? They forced it down their throats. <laughs> exactly. And that's exactly my point. Right. You can't... It, you... The, this mindset that what I believe everyone needs to believe... Right. Is a colonizer mindset because that's exactly what the colonizers did. They said, mm. my, my civilization is the best civilization. Right, everyone right. should live in this civilization because it's amazing. Right. Let's spread it to the world. Yeah. The problem is somebody, especially when we're talking back in the day, yeah. people in privilege, yeah. were not exposed to people without privilege right, right. to any great degree. So they didn't understand the system. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. understood their place in the system. Yes. And they understood the benefit and wealth of the system that the system provided for them. Right, right. And they thought, well, if it provided this for me, it will provide it for everybody. Right. So we, this is the system that needs to be in place for everybody because it worked for me. Therefore, it will work for everybody. Right, right. The problem is not everybody is the same. Right, right. And unless you are in relationship with somebody, you don't you know can, what you they. You can't know what will be best for them. Right, right. It is unfair to pre presuppose or assume that you know what's best for right, you. Right, right, right. Compassion doesn't look at the groups of people. You can care for groups of people. Mm-hmm. You can have compassion for yeah. for people, but. Or not sorry. You can have sorry. You can have care for like groups of people, but you can only have compassion for individuals. Right, right. right. You can have so you look at a group of people, a culture. Yeah. You can care about a culture. You can respect, adore, honor a culture. Right. But you can only have compassion for individuals within that culture. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's compassion you know, is that exchange between. And that's humans. why. And that's where more my big issue with the whole pandemic oh. mentality and this like we need to we need to find the villain. It's like, why, why, why are we, no, why are not, we not, not necessarily? It's just like people got to wake up and take their power back and not be told what to do. You know, especially if it comes down to mandatory vaccinations, what will happen? What will you do? What will I do? Yeah. I, I cross that bridge when I come to it. it. It depends on the vaccine. I'll, I'll do, like I said, I'll do my research and see it's risk, uh, cost, risk analysis. Right. Now, if it's the if there's a COVID vaccine that comes out and they make it immediately mandatory, yeah, I will choose to stay at home, okay, and work and find a way to work from home if I have to, oh, right. or I'll, I'll find I'll find a way to work around it. I'll figure it out because I'm not going to get vaccinated, uh, until I know what the what the potential risks are. Right, right. Because I don't like, I I don't like if if somebody else is afraid of COVID. Yeah. Like for me, COVID isn't big enough threat mm-hmm. for the vaccine. Right, right. Like, like the flu. I've yeah. never had a flu vaccine. Right. I'm not worried about getting the flu. Right. People worry about getting the flu, get vaccinated. Right. People that worry about getting COVID, get vaccinated. Right. Uh, if, if COVID is a bigger threat to you. Right. Than the, any potential side effects. Right. By all right. means, take the vaccine, protect yourself. Right. But for me, the potential risks, especially because there are unknown risks. Yeah. Uh, or, or would be unknown risks. Are not worth the trade-off of not getting COVID. Mm. I would rather get COVID. 
Mm -hmm. I'm totally comfortable with getting sick with COVID. I've, it is, the mortality rate is so low that I'm not worried for myself. Right. Yeah. And you're not in a, uh, vulnerable group. Yeah. A long-term person. Yeah, exactly. I'm not in a vulnerable. So for myself, I, I have no re I have no reason to choose to get, to get vaccinated. Right. I just don't. Right. Um, now when I have kids, it'll be another question. I'll have an, it'll be another discussion. It'll be further investigation. Yeah. Yeah. Further research. Um, and it will be researched into each and every vaccine that's out there. Right. Because you can't make like these blanket statements of no vaccines or all vaccines. Like I don't think. Did you know in Ontario? Because you can't take a risk assessment on vaccines as a whole. You can't get into high school unless you've had your vaccine schedule. Did you know that they passed it? Yeah, well, I think that was true for me as a kid too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, But that again, like homeschool. Right. Right. You're talking about a public institution yeah. that people manage and govern. Right, right. And they've made a choice not to let you in. Right, right. If you make, if this is your choice, so right. they've made a choice. Now you have a choice to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Now, if they, if they're looking to take your child from you mm-hmm. and enforce vaccination and push them into school, that is where I draw the line and say right, that right. Is, you're no longer allowing free choice. Right, right. Now, if you were to say you want your kids to go go to school, they need to be vaccinated. There needs to be alternate option otherwise it's not choice right right free will only exists when there is a choice right right yeah that's right and like we were designed with free will yeah so it's a matter of how to like we have to recognize choice we have to recognize that balance and again for me we need to look at what's wrong with the system Mm -hmm. and address the issues in the system right not worry about the conspiracy right 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 and I think talking, not get distracted. I think I think I think there are a lot of amazing people that are focused on the conspiracy right now mm-hmm. that could revolutionize and change the face of the system mm-hmm. if they stopped worrying about who was in charge right. and started taking responsibility themselves. Right. Because there are people a lot smarter than me that understand what's wrong with the system. Like uh, someone like Judy. Yeah, Michaelitz. Yeah, who was a the, the Dr. The, Judy Michael. Dr. Judy, I don't know. I, I remember her first name, she's Dr. Yeah. Judy. She, but she, uh, she, uh, whether discredited or not or whatever, like I, I don't, I'm not educated enough to know whether or not, yeah, like, what what her knowledge is. I trust that she has a lot of life experience. Yes, and she's got a lot of wisdom. And I actually have a theory about the reason that she's positioned the way she is. And this is not something that I've read. Yeah, this is not something that I have discovered in any research. This is something that I've, I, an idea and a theory, and it's only a theory. I do, I'm not attesting this as any kind but of... But it's based on your experience with uh, understanding with, uh, human intentions. Human, human intention and, and watching and solely yeah. from the pandemic, uh, pandemic, the first 20-minute interview, whatever they oh, had okay. with her. Yeah. And the information about her that came out of that. Right. My understanding is that she was responsible. She was... Uh, I'm sorry. She was, she was a part of the team yeah. involved in researching the malaria. malaria yeah. And... In, in their research, were responsible for making malaria jump into humans. Yeah, they're doing gain-of-function research. Right. Yeah. And so in that research, she, she, the malaria became a, a virus that became deadly to humans. Right. Because of human interference. Right. And I believe that she is so racked with guilt over that mm. result. Right, right. She, I, I believe that she probably yeah, feels... Yeah, I, I, I totally... Think, I so, can see that for sure. I, I, I believe that she probably feel, feels 
some remorse for every life that has been lost as a result of malaria. Right, yeah. Because of her role in right. making that virus enter into the human population. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. And so what I believe that she has done is mm-hmm. counter that narrative in, in a way to, to, act in, to, to act out in penance. Right, right. She, she has taken the opposing stance, yeah. saying, okay, now because uh, our research, this horrible thing happened, yeah. and there is, there is no ad- advance in science worth this sort of risk, right, right. this calculated risk. Everyone look up gain-of-function research. This was banned in the United States, I believe, in 2012 or 13 or 14. And, and, uh, and then, but then they outsourced it to China, to Wuhan Laboratory. Yeah, well, and that's, and that's part of the issue here, right? Yeah. It's understanding the system. So, so there's So we fixed, we fixed an, one part of the system mm-hmm. by removing it out of the states. Yeah. But we haven't fixed the entire system. The right, because it's still going on. Right? So, but I think that Judy's attention would be better served yeah. in focusing on fixing that element of the system right. rather than trying to uncover some mass conspiracy. Well, maybe she is. Maybe this is I don't why she is. Yeah, I don't know that she... I don't know. Like, I'm yeah. not, I'm not, like I said, I'm speaking in theory. Yeah, yeah. And I'm speaking... I'm not... I'm not spe- I, I, I want to be very clear because I used but to... But I, I see your point that she is hiding because she mentioned that. She said that if I've hurt any one child or one grandmother because of what I've done, I'd be wrecked with guilt for life. She, she meant that. So maybe she is sublimating that and, and going on exposing like you, she, like this, that uh, act passed in the eighties in the States, the two last names. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I, yeah. I, 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 did you, did you see the, yeah, the yeah. Rebuttal, I, rebuttal I saw both sides. The, both I, sides I, the argument. I appreciate the rebuttal argument because we're, again, we're talking about systems Yeah. and I understand the system. The system makes sense. I think, I think there are, but it's I think not there perfect. Are, exactly. Yeah. There are, it's not perfect. But to but and the problem is that she's demonizing the entire system. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you got because maybe doctors, she feels guilty because yeah. gain of function but, research. They said you guys are starting to get you know like mad scientists here. This is not cool. Yeah, well, and so exactly. that's why they shut it down. Well, people people get excited about these they're about discovery. Discovery is right. exciting for humans. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. We love discovery. To, pl- to play God. <laughs> yeah, we love the idea of control. I can yeah. control this. We can make this bat virus. You know, you know, have a specific characteristics. Like Luc Montagne, he is a co-discoverer of HIV. Okay, so we're going to come. I'm gonna. I gotta. I gotta bring this point up mm-hmm. because you you said bat virus, mm-hmm. um, and that's another one of the, a, a, a point that I find very interesting mm-hmm. with all of these arguments is that like Judy is very sure. Yeah. She's a hundred percent confident that this virus came to these labs, and mm-hmm. res, and did result here. Okay. And uh, she doesn't in the interview in the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, in both pandemic films. The evidence for that was not presented. Right. It was it was stated as fact. Right. Without proof of fact. Oh. Okay. So, yeah. I would I would argue that that she's re- expressing her theory right, that she right. believes fir- firmly in. Yeah. Yeah. But if you can't prove it as fact, it, yeah, you can't, she should you, know she, that. She should be scientist. careful. She should be careful to declare it as fact. She should right. be able to declare it as. Uh, Based on her logical understanding and her experience, mm-hmm. this is the most. This is to her is the most logical and right, makes right. the most sense. And it, it, but she can't prove it, so it's not right. fact. Right, right. At the same time, you've got people that are equally as equally educated as she is, mm-hmm. who say that it is uh, pl- plausibly man-made. It is also mm-hmm. potential that it, it it happened naturally. That it right. was a natural jump. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think no matter which of those is true, yeah. it doesn't really change the end result. Right. Uh, we are like the end result is the end result. So it doesn't yeah. really matter. The, the causality is less important. Yeah. 
than how we respond right to, right that's to, right to what's reactions. going on right now right yeah. and so but i find it very interesting that we're we're this there's that there's this narrative that's happening saying this is the truth yeah not that this is a potential truth right. this is the truth right and we are drawing conclusions from this theory yeah that that are then like you can't if you're but the mainstream news does that all the time they say I'm, this is the truth i i'm not denying that <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'm not at all denying that right I, what i'm arguing is that we need as a, as humanity and people we need to learn how to talk. I something I've had to do too because yeah. I, you you talk about like I, I'm very logical in the way that I think right, right. I express myself and I've had to learn to be more careful about expressing when I'm when I'm talking about opinion yeah versus when I'm talking about uh, reality right, truth right. right because what I have done in the past like I mentioned the, the uh, earlier in our conversation I talked about when I was in the news and I made a comment about the uh, these chemical fires from chem house house yeah, yeah, chemicals yeah, yeah, that yeah, burning. Yeah, yeah. That was a, that was your theory you thought of. Yeah, and, and, and it, they, was, it was it, it made logical sense to me. Right, right. So I made it a statement. Yeah. But I, I didn't preface it as a I believe or I understand or this could be a thing. This right, is a theory right, that right, I have. right, right. And so it was then touted as fact and yeah. it's pressed onward. And so that's a, that's a good point. So One's the, intuition the danger, is not always correct. <laughs> yeah, and the the danger becomes yeah. the danger becomes drawing conclusions yeah. based on a false premise. Right, right, right. So when you you recognize that. that this is it. I'm not saying that it wasn't manufactured. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it didn't go through those labs. I'm not educated enough to, t to, to make that determination. Right, right. But I, what I am going to point out is that there are enough educated people mm -hmm. talking about this. Yeah. And they haven't all come to a consensus. That's right. Yeah. And if they haven't all come to a consensus. Then the truth then is then still out there. Then the truth is, then I can't, I can't know the truth. If, right. If hundreds and thousands of educated people can't come to an agreement. Right. Who am I to say... What is or isn't true, right? About that, I can I can look at it and go okay. These are all plausible. I can say which one is the most plausible in my mind. Yeah. Uh, or why? But like, it, it's a matter. Of, it comes down to how important it is. Is it for me to know where the virus came from? Right. I honestly don't know what would be better if this were a naturally occurring virus or if this were man-made virus. I don't know which would be better hmm. because if it were uh, because there. We know naturally occurring viruses like this can come up. Mm -hmm. And so... But that's what discrepancy, that's what Judy Mick, Michael Butts, and others, have, well, doctors well, said, take, would take like 800 years for this to occur naturally. Yeah, I get that. But realize how 